Hello everyone, Steven here with just a quick editor's note. This episode was originally recorded on Sunday, January 14th, but due to my incompetence and misremembering how much effort goes into editing this episode each week, failed to do it uh, until this week, and even then a couple days later for patrons, I'm sorry. Uh, but it's out and edited slightly, hopefully, to still be useful and uh, interesting for you all. It's funny, we did not hit those quote-unquote small attainable goals for a schedule mentioned at the start of episode 232 for our community awards polls, so I'll just let you know those are getting delayed. Uh, so we want as many people as possible to nominate, so nominate while you still can till the end of this week. Voting goes till the end of next week. Uh, that is when this episode is live. January 24th for patrons, 25th for everyone else. Also, quick editor's note, Dirty Rectangles was in person last week, not online, sorry. It's in person now sometimes. Daniel Mullen's second game was The Hex, not Super Hexagon. Thank you for listening on with the show. I see three cages. Your cages and welcome to episode 233 of the Canadian podcast. It's going live for our patrons. Uh, all right, we're, we are now a Tuesday, Thursday show. It is officially decreed. Um, are you so going to do this tomorrow? You're really going to do this tonight and, and then tomorrow? You should play. You should play I am matches. news spoiler for the news section unemployed now, thanks to a certain <clears throat> oh man. Uh, so this episode, yeah, I got time. We'll go live for patrons January 24th, 2024, uh, everyone else January 25th and going forward. I like the Monday buffer. I don't know. Write in and complain. Write in, write in at all. I would love a complaint. Just someone reach out from the void I throw this podcast into every week. Um. Sorry, my, my phone went off. Sorry. No, that's okay. You were coughing up a storm last week on the <laughs> podcast, Steve. Are you hey, still there? There's a little one. You little, are you feeling any better? Mm, I don't know. I'm just in a perpetual constant sickness because of Sophia, to mm. be perfectly honest. So I always have to clear my throat. always got a little cough. I'm always tired, extremely tired. I, I wear the Fitbit, right? And it tells me how yeah. much sleep I get. And it's just constantly just being like, you're not getting enough sleep. And I'm like, you know what? Like, mind your business, Fitbit. Like, I'm just I'm yeah, doing Fitbit my best. Fitbit doesn't here. have a kid. <laughs> Fitbit doesn't have to worry about putting food on the table, milk yeah. in the bottle. Fitbit doesn't have that hanging over it <laughs> yeah like i'm constantly you know it has the thing where it's like you should get seven and a half hours of sleep and my average last i never i never hit that on average oh, man that's that's not good dude <clears throat> okay so i wonder uh, the health benefits of having a tiny child who just attracts the all the latest diseases and gives them to you uh gives you some sort of health benefit through those antibodies outweighs uh, the, the little years of your life lost from not sleeping. What do you th- what do you think? One versus the mm, other. Maybe I almost feel like it's a net zero thing. You know when mm. you f- when you see people who are biking and smoking a cigarette at the same time. Dude, I bring up that example all the time. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so so do why I always make the joke and no one everyone's just like no that's not how it works. <laughs> no, it's good. It's I'm beautiful. like I know that's not no, how it works. I'm no, but joke. I've seen that and I'm like. No, I know he's using it as transportation, but it is also <laughs> funny to do that. Yeah. Uh, like, I f- <laughs> it's like, I feel like that just, it's like, you can't wait like 15 minutes to just stop using your lungs to, to move uh, and, and no. enjoy 
The best, oh, yeah. the best is when they're biking, hands at their side, cigarette in their mouth, like not touching the handlebars, not touching the cigarette. And I'm like, God, you are, you are doing both of these things as lazily as possible. <laughs> I salute you. That is the French. That's French excellence. Is what that is. I, I saw, I saw someone wearing a, a bike helmet one time, and I just couldn't. La- I couldn't just help but laugh because I'm like, here's a cigarette, man. Like really. Like you should just kind of accept that you're making some dangerous decisions in your <laughs> yeah. life. If you're gonna smoke, you might as well die when you get hit by a car. It's the least yeah. you could do. <laughs> don't like, that's gonna be don't more... take up our, more of our medical system, please. <laughs> that's gonna be more instantaneous than lung cancer. So Yeah. No one wants your organs. Just fucking pancake yourself. And we'll just get you smoked off. by a bus, yeah. What's happening? Where am I? Sacre bleu. What a foolish question! Alright, I'm getting a little morbid. Uh, please nominate some games. Our annual community awards polls. Uh, nominees are trickling in, I will say. Got some familiar faces, some newbies. I nominated Steve Hasn't. I know he hasn't, because I can see the list, Steve. <coughs> no, I haven't. I will. That's though. okay. I'm you will. When's will. the deadline? What's the deadline? The deadline... Kevin got as many nominations as we'd like, so we're going to extend that until Friday... January 26th. So you got more time to get those in, Steve, and everyone else listening to this. I know you're listening to this. We don't have good analytics, but I talk to people. People talk to us. See, they hold the Oscars in, like, March, so it's whatever. They hold the Game Awards too early, and they hold the Oscars too late. We hold the Game Awards just right. I like the after-the-year thin. I know people want to get their get in the year before because yep. of the whole Christmas and Google, like, what was the best game this year to buy my stupid kid? And, yep. But, um... By my stupid no, kid. I, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. But I like the I like doing uh it afterwards. IGN does it afterwards, I think. So Yeah, but IGN also does a lot of other things, Steve. We don't what is our freaking Twitter handle? CandaGameDevs.com? Yeah, Canada Game Devs. We couldn't fit it's a fifteen character <clears throat> limit. I know. So some, yeah. some idiot. Elon hasn't <laughs> Elon That's hasn't true. fixed that? No, you, that, that's true, Steve. You're right. We, we can post fucking 8,000 character or word tweets now, but we can't have a bigger than 15 character at. Can't you post entire movies now? Isn't that a whole thing that you said? I don't know, dude. I haven't been on Twitter. I divorced myself from Twitter. I was I was reminiscing to love of my life, my girlfriend today, Jen, shout out to, uh, about how the process I was in for this podcast used to be because I was on Twitter so much, I would like gather the stuff I'd talk about throughout the week, like naturally, um, and then fill out this document we stare at while we do this. Uh, mm. But I don't do that anymore. So now I kind of just try and sh- find it all in like a couple hours before we record. And that's a worse process, but I don't know. I just, it's, it's better for my mental health than not be on Twitter. Oh yeah. Twitter is, is a cancer. It's all, mm-hmm. it's the worst thing in the world. So mm-hmm. okay, all that to um, say, <clears throat> all right. I'm going to visit site. All right. I'm going to nominate some stuff right now. Nominate some stuff. I have nominated. Steve will nominate. You will nominate. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll revisit that next week and then vote. Let's go over some upcoming events, Steve. Um, shout out to David. Oh, what's his full name? Bugoslavsky. I think I crushed that over in mm. Vancouver putting on Quiver Games Checkpoint 2024. Uh, I saw this game just, like, in our Discord and then put it on the website and then forgot it was him who posted it, and we'd been talking. He, like, got me to plug a bunch of games throughout 2023, which was like, oh, thanks for plugging. I didn't have to message you about that one. I was like, oh, no, you didn't. I just found that one. But 
It's a night of speed game industry networking, uh, light food and games, the Quiver Games Checkpoint, Friday, February 23rd, downtown Vancouver at one of the Vancouver school things. Vancouver's weird. It's like an archipelago looking thing. I don't use that word, right? It's like New York where like because it's by the ocean and they use all the land from side to side, it's very condensed. You know what I mean? They got the mountains to the north too. Yep, there are a lot of mountains. Um, go <clears throat> hang out for that event, five thirty to nine Pacific time. Uh, and another one I'm kind of interested in. They were following us. I didn't even notice them from our throne here on Canadian Games Twitter media at seven k followers at Canada Game Devs. Uh, Toronto Games Week is an upcoming event, June thirteenth to nineteenth, two k two four. Uh, quote, a celebration of playable arts and culture in the city. Uh, you have until January 31st to sign up to become an organizer. And the thing I like about them, unlike, unlike Steve, billion dollar game of the year studio, Larian Studios, hot off of Baldur's Gate 3, who took volunteers to show off their games at conventions and gave them t-shirts. Toronto Games Week will be offering a hundred thousand or sorry, that's too much. I was looking at zeros without commas. <laughs> <laughs> you ever look at zeros without commas and say the wrong thing? Thousand dollar honorarium, uh, as well as industry advice, uh, and signal boosting for the event, so they they'll set you up uh for the week. A thousand dollars for the week for volunteering. They'll help boost you, which is what the event's about. So presumably you want to be in that space and they'll help hook you up. That seems like you know, fair dinkum, you know, putting on an event. So I want to plug that. You have until the end of the month to, to volunteer for that. I, you know what? I'm unemployed. I might fucking do that. Do it. Do what do you got to lose? What do you got to lose? What uh, did, sorry, what did Larian Studios do? What were you complaining about? They took a bunch of volunteers to man their booths at various conventions leading up to the launch of Baldur's Gate 3, despite being a giant D&D license, presumably hundreds of millions of dollars of funding and game production scope pay your people is all i'm saying so if the toronto games week can pay their volunteers a thousand bucks each and hook them up with a bunch of industry stuff uh larian studios can and they definitely can now all right i'll give you one you get one here everyone have a slice of pizza and a t-shirt we're gonna go print a billion dollars but if for Baldur's gate 4 if you're not paying the people to work on that one guys Tut tut. I'm protesting. I'm outside the game awards with signs like all those other chumps. Mm. Mm. Uh, I mean, the the people that want to do that are a bunch of dorks and nerds. So I'm not really gonna <laughs> not gonna fight for them. I got <laughs> other groups more concerned about. So uh, I'll cut to a somber song there. Oh, you, pick, you should pick Baldur's Gate. Yeah, fuck those guys. I had no idea you hated them so much. Everyone loves them. Well, everyone loves that game. I don't really know how they feel, but. I won't forget, I won't forget, as someone who's worked those conventions, for a tiny studio from southwestern Ontario that paid me a per diem and a per hour, uh, sort your shit out, Larian. Uh, We'll be right back. It's fun to just play their music after that.
Uh, <clears throat> let's talk about some news. Uh, in the news, um, an up-and-coming uh, QA hotshot uh, game designer, uh, some call him maybe a once-in-a-generational talent, uh, oh, recently talking about? <laughs> uh, come available for work. So if you would like to hire me or any of my other incredibly talented colleagues, formerly of Joydrop LTD in London, Ontario, uh, please, please reach out. That's industry news this week that I'm going to use my podcast to talk about because fuck my CEO and I hope, and then I put it, but that's besides the point. Uh, Steve, let's talk about what's coming up this year, Canadian games industry wise. Um, cause I didn't really, as I said, formally about my process, pick up any particularly specific Canadian news this past week. It's busy dealing with, you know, so in a semi-chronological order, Nothing really until March, which is typical. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought we had Dead Space last year. Sometimes they sneak yeah, one yeah, in yeah, in like yeah. January, you know. Uh, the yeah. Outlast Trials uh, revealed at the Game Awards they are leaving early access and coming to everything March 5th. That's big. We're going to play it. How's it? Do, du- do we dust off the fucking Twitch for that? Do we pick it up like a GameCube and just blow on it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> or like an, an nes um, <laughs> i guess yeah 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 we should stream that we should that'd be fun people love running out running of time because come may i'm gonna have i'm gonna have even less time oh true uh, also in the news section <laughs> what's what else is coming up in may all right well, no let's finish march we'll get to may we'll get to may uh also a couple days later in march homeworld 3 allegedly you can only give I me so I many days so Homeworld 3 keeps getting delayed? I had no idea. Yeah, it's I, don't know, I like, have no idea what this game is. I, I don't know what this is. Homeworld 3, for those <laughs> of you who don't know, and you're like, goodness, what is this? It's a space... Uh, what is this? RTS? Is this an RTS? Uh, famous from the late 90s, early 2000s, I believe, uh, that has recently been, as all the IP does every 15 to 20 years, like every cycle in this cursed, wretched system, we find ourselves making striving to create anything beautiful within been resuscitated on the bed and you can hear like the clear noise uh by blackbird interactive in uh victoria or vancouver you got to put two different letters at the front if you're going to be that close to each other but one of those one of those big british columbia cities they make games in vancouver Uh, it's vancouver there you go thank you and uh uh, had a r- rough launch. I think got a bunch of private IP or, uh, investor VC money, as you do, Steve. Uh, then also landed Gearbox Publishing and extended its release date. It got, they, it's two or three times by now. Like, let's go over to the Wikipedia for Homeworld. 3. I'm on there right now. So on on ten on June tenth, because European silly. On June tenth, twenty twenty two, is revealed that Homeworld three has been delayed to the first half of twenty twenty three. So that's delay number one. And on the 23rd of August, during Gamescom, the first game, blah, 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 blah. In May 2023, the game was delayed to February of 2024. Okay. And then on 1st December, Gearbox announced the game would release on eight, on March 8th, 2024. March so it was, 8th. So it was delayed from, from sometime February. in 2022 to 2023. Then 2023 
to February 2024. And then if you wanted to count this one extra month delay, there's it was delayed again another month, technically. You know what? I don't know if I'll put the allegedly on this one. That follows the trend of like the, you know, The Last of Us, uh, Uncharted 4, uh, Last of Us Part 2, two delays, and then one delay of like three to four months where you're just like, ah, we just need a little bit more time. That yeah, follows yeah. that trend. So, yeah. yeah, all right. I'll give that to them. I mean, uh, let's find out. You can, it can be a bet. I think it's going to make it, though. Knowing I don't want literally nothing about this, but... As someone who just wants to make a fucking video game and release it, I, I hope for their sake and everyone, from the lowliest QA tester making shit all to... Uh, I'll go associate producer level. Uh, I hope they all... <laughs> That's the highest you'll go. I hope they all unionize and make a shit ton of money off the release of Homeworld 3. Well, they're um, definitely not going to do that first part. <laughs> uh, never say never, Steve. People are saying all the time that you should unionize your game studio. I've even said this in the past to several people on this program. People on this program mm-hmm. have said that to me who have done that successfully and have not and wished to have done so. The point is, it's trending. It's on the up. On the up and up. So a lot of these games are trend seeking, like Thunder Lotuses, and that's that's rude. I don't want, like trend seeking's not a bad thing, but Thunder Lotus purveyors of fine video game software like Spirit Fair, which everyone fucking loved, and uh, Sundered. Uh, oh god, what was that other one? A bunch of those like mid twenty ten to twenty twenties like indie games. Uh, oh, this they're is now making. It's not though, Steve, because there's 33 people. It's a multiplayer game, and that's why I, what I mean by transcending. Because a bunch of these studios, like Housemark, went multiplayer because they said they had to. A bunch of these studios are going multiplayer, and then partnering. This is a Game Pass game too, isn't it? Partnering with live Ooh, service platforms. Don't quote me on that. Let me let me check. Uh, I see or at least. List, um... Co-op roguelike for 33 <laughs> players. It has an Xbox store that takes forever. Okay, so I spent a lot of time looking at game stores online. PlayStation Store takes the longest. Xbox, second longest. Switch or eShop somehow surprisingly the fastest. And Nintendo's usually the shittiest for that kind of stuff. Uh, that's how long it took this website to load. And for me so to tell So the 33 you, Immortals announcement trailer has Game Pass in it. So uh, all you need to know that so you're making a multiplayer game, 33 people play at once. That's gonna come out, uh, get a bunch of people in it through your subscription, and then try to keep them in the game also in your subscription. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear. Yeah, you. is this not coming to PlayStation? Like all I see is just Epic Game Store and Game Pass. So they got the boat. They got both of the. Oh, there you go. Wow. After Spirit Fair was everything, wasn't it? So you're going. That's big. That would be like if, uh, yeah, Spirit Fair was every platform and mobile. That would be like if Hades two. Well, no, that's different because they're not. They're they're much more secure than. Yeah, if I Google thirty three Immortal Steam, like nothing comes up. I think this. Wow, they got just... double dipped exclusivity. Is that what you're saying? They got the Xbox money and the Epic money. Yeah, basically. Yeah, exactly. They're getting hell. Like I only yes. see wish list on Epic game store and Xbox. <laughs> I'm not seeing the steam icon, not seeing the switch icon. Thank God. And I'm not seeing the PlayStation icon. All uh, same. Game dev, super couple gearbox, Quebec, uh, developers, Seb and dev. No, not dev. Oh my God. Where, so long. We're back where can I play? Pun. 
Where can I play? Uh, this game will be available in early access in 2024 on Epic Game us. Store, Xbox Games Series, X, Windows PC, and Xbox Game Pass. Only for Xbox and Epic. Yeah, man. Yeah, they're getting both. Uh, no, good. And I was going to say, I'm glad that's happening because our friends, um, Code of Power Couple from Gearbox Quebec, said that they got to go visit Thunder Lotus. And they said they were all really cool. And it seemed like a yes. really cool group of people. So good. And Spirit Fair cool. seemed to be a game that resonated with a lot of people. And yes, it may have been in its feelings, you could say. Hands in the air looking up like a Drake cover. But that's okay. It's kind of beautiful when people feel like their things, you know? I like mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, then a bunch of TBD games. But QT, Q3, that's quarter, business quarters for the, the layman. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 2 HD from Next Level Games, recently acquired, formerly independent, second party development studio based in. Ah, oh, shit. Is that one Vancouver? Van- Vancouver. Holy shit. That's what they should call it. Smush it together, push the island into it, and it's Vancouver. Anyway, Next Level Games is in one of those two cities. Uh, <laughs> and they're making a, after the latest Super Mario soccer Super game. Super Mario! <laughs> they're making a HD version of Luigi's Mansion 2, which didn't they make originally? Because Luigi's Mansion 2 was the Dark Moon one, which was the 3DS one. And yeah, I think they, the yeah, I think they're doing oh, so the HD version. Version of their own game. Well, oh, that's probably yeah. nice. They're probably like, oh, they're also like pulling out all the files, like dusting them off. Look at these guys. Let's see what this looks like on the Switch. Yeah, they throw it into the little converter Yeah, app. Yeah, they, they open it in Unity, dot, save as, dot, Switch, and they just let that cook for like two months, and they'll play foosball. <laughs> that's how it works. Uh, yeah, that's coming out. I like... Luigi's Mansion's games, they're funny. I like when the main guy, much like my taste in movies, there's like two kind of movies. I like the, when the main guy in the movie is really cool and awesome and does cool shit, but I also like when the main guy like sucks and is a coward and is awful, kind of like Uncut Gems or stuff like that. And Luigi's Mansion's kind of like that, but for games. <coughs> mm. Mm. I don't uh, remember 2. I played 2 on, was it 3DS or DS? I, played, I remember playing 2. I don't... Someone I would like <laughs> I to have on this program... At Raiden Bratz, my friend Braden Watts, uh, from game design at Laurier, uh, the Nintendo aficionado, aficionado in my life. We did a video once called a Wii Eulogy, which was very funny after the Wii U. Uh, I gotcha. And yeah, okay. Uh, told me, <laughs> I, I go to him for all my Nintendo opinions because he, he has multiple times over played like every Pikmin game, every Luigi's Mansion game, every Mario Party game. Like he's the guy with an encyclopedic, like Super Mario wiki knowledge. And uh, according to him, it wasn't that good. One and three are much, much better. Um, mm. So I just take that as word. Um, yeah, and that's it for Canadian games I could find on the 2024 in, in gaming Wikipedia page. What, what else? Well, you got the TBDs ones here. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I forgot about that. Uh, the casting of Frank Stone announced at the Game Awards by Supermassive Games X, Behavior Interactive, the largest independent game studio in Canada. Um... Yeah, that's coming out. I don't know. Did you watch the trailer since we talked about it last week? It's a. It was just a CGI like guy talking into a thing while music played. You know, they, all no, the trailers look the same. If there's if there's no if there's no gameplay, it's just it's just whatever to me. You know. Yeah. Sorry. I don't. I don't think I. That's I don't okay. Think I did. We have nothing to say about that except 
yeah, they're trying to make money, not on putting other people's horror games into Dead by Daylight. And, Seems uh, like a good strategy. Yeah, I wish them luck, and I hope all their developers unionize. Is, uh, is Earthblade <laughs> is Earthblade coming out next year? Or no, Earthblade was when it was announced, given a 2024 release date. And you know on, what? On Steam, it still says. On Steam, it still says. Uh, it still says it. There you go. And that's the thing. Like, I give that a lot of weight because Extremely Okay Games, formerly another game company that might be dead naming to mention at this point, so maybe I won't. Uh, makers of the the only Ouya exclusive worth worth playing. Uh, now, Extremely Okay Games. Uh, they are. Man, they are tactical, you know, like they're just fucking upper echelon indie game developers in up, 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 up there in my mind with like, I don't know, super giant or like, Ooh, yacht club games or like, uh, I would have said the sea of stars people, but you didn't like that one. So I'll say the messenger people. Oh, that was them. I mean, they won, uh, <clears throat> they House won Mark. the best indie. Yeah, yeah they won yeah, the best no. indie game. So I mean, no, but they're not I mean, strong House- enough for my analogy because Housemark has only ever made good games and so, and has only ever delivered on release dates and are just like that tier of like developer. Uh, like Housemark is owned by Sony now, though. So ah, uh, oh well. Uh, extremely okay games is going to hit twenty twenty four. Is all I'm saying. Like they're just they're just consistent, Steve. Why wouldn't they again? It's like a lot of these developers are like, well, why wouldn't they? They always do what they tell me they will. Yeah. All you have to do is like always do what you tell me you're gonna do, and then I always usually trust you to do that in the future. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Mm. Um, that's a very can, low. You bar. can add, you can add sabotage studios to the thing. It's just me who really. It's you, and are you ever gonna go back to it, or is it just CS Stars? It's just it didn't hit. Uh, no, well, actually, I was playing it today because Sophia really loves it. If it wasn't for Sophia, I wouldn't be playing it. But she Aww. really digs it. She likes the art. Um, and she, it's cute when she says sea of stars cause she's so little, but, uh, Aww. but yeah, I'm not, uh, yeah. All right. Uh, that's a good way to roll into the, the last dated news of 2k24 from this site. May. Mm. Mm. I was talking about your new baby. Oh, right. I froze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My wife's pregnant and we're due. The c- gender this time. Sorry. <laughs> that was a bad one. <laughs> No. Um, <laughs> a boy uh, and do May. Um, last time I had a kid, Stephen came into existence to yes. run the site. I won't be doing that this time. No. Um, Although maybe Eros and other people will help out more. Taya, shout out to Taya. I was like my, another one of my recently departed Joy Drop colleagues just voluntarily threw together a bunch of business plan stuff for us and emailed it to us and wants to like work with us. And I told her we can't pay her and she says she just wants to. So I don't know, maybe more people will work with us and help offset operation Steve kid too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah. got to, I got to send another kid to, to college. So mm. <laughs> oh <God. Patreon. laughs> com slash game game. Dose of- <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash Canadian Game Devs. Uh, let's roll into the Sea of Stars song on that. Oh.
he's a kid. Um, it's fine. Okay. They got the guy. The music the and graphics and stuff. Is, the big thing they pitched was the music guy. Oh, yeah, that's true. The graphics and the animation, the music is, like, not my issue with the game. Like, that stuff is, is pretty and it's good, but it's mm. not really, it's not, like, that's not my beef with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know what I'm saying? I pick you up what you're putting down. Yeah, you get it. <sighs> let's, uh, let's talk about the game launches and wish list some games. And then play another song, talk about even playing, close out. Nice little Put flow. I like that. It's a good <clears throat> flow. Nice little, yeah. like, it, it's kind of in thirds. It's like a three-act structure to the pod. You know what I mean? I gotcha. Uh, and in that second act, we'll start with the launch. A friend of the site, Herring Studio, based in Edmonton's CRPG, Steve. Do you remember when we learned that? Sometimes I feel like you and I learned something about game terminology together, like on Sesame Street, like they're holding the thing in front of me, like like physically oh, like out? letters. Yes, dude. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to uh, the day we're recording this, January 15th, 2K24. Uh, do people like the Ks? Should I stick with the Ks? I don't know. I'm self-conscious about it. I should, I should drop the Ks. Yeah, don't. Yeah. I mean, you did once and that's fine. Okay, okay. You can just stop doing them. Okay. Uh, is out now on Steam and GOG. If you don't remember... Ooh, should I do the voice for this one? <clears throat> a Victorian steampunk RPG with tarot cards instead of dice. Investigate... Oh, that's a good... That's a really good one-sentence pitch mechanically for a game. Investigate the disappearance of society's most vulnerable to uncover a mysterious cult. Play as three characters, each with their own skills and motivations. Customize your characters with narrative choices to unlock new tarot cards. Ah, that's cool. I like this. This game looks pretty. It's got 19 gonna, reviews so far as it just <coughs> launched. Positive. You know what, Steve? That's good. I'm going to download the demo because oh, it's, yeah. unknown, it's unknown on Steam compatibility. So I'm going to... Oh, you will let us know. PC Gamer gave it 80 out of 100. What If Gaming gave it 9 out of 10. Checkpoint Gaming gave it 8.5 out of 10. And CanadianGamedos.com, who have not played it, gave it a 10 out of 10. Excellent. Uh, full disclosure, etc. We're not journalists, but um, uh, Crimson Herring Studios has definitely paid us to advertise jobs to work on this game. So, But we also mm -hmm. just like them. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Two things can be true at once. I'm, I'm, I'm realizing this more and more all the time, Steve. Yeah, I mean, we're not, uh, you know, we're not having the sovereign, <coughs> the sovereign syndicate like show talking about it or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not fucking <laughs> Greg Miller over here making out with the the fucking Square Enix lady and then getting Deus Ex on his show. What am I talking about? He's more do sex, huh? Huh? Yeah, we're not yeah. that, but. Uh, no, although yeah, if if a if a studio did want to give specifically me and Steve a lot of money to talk about their game, please reach out. Contact at CanadianGameDevs.com. Specifically you. I mean, you will just... <laughs> well, someone else recently came up with a new expense on the <laughs> college fund list. So, yeah, give us money yeah, that's true. to talk about games. Uh, and wishlist them. <laughs> All right, do you have anything else to say about Sovereign Syndicate? Uh, no, I want to download the demo once I get to my Steam Deck. I didn't know this came out because uh, I, I, <laughs> I stopped with those emails to get them. Um, so I'll, and it's on, yeah, it's unknown Steam Deck Steam Deck compatibility. And while we're kind of on it, we talked about uh, Overworld last week. 
mm. on Wishlist this. And, yes, we uh, did. <clears throat> I know Gabe Newell's a big fan of the show. He can he can put the yellow tag on it. It works. All right. It works on Steam Deck, but you got to move really fast, and it's really hard. It's like using the pad thing. It's it's kind of hard to to go as fast as the game wants you to move. So it runs well. All the controls work well, but the pad like doesn't give you as much like like speed as like you know keyboard and mouse does. Gotcha. I'm gonna add so that game, dead deck update section. Maybe we can yeah, get so integrated. Throw that in the yellow. Integrate us, Gabe. Reach out. Yeah. We love working with people. We'll do the work for you. We'll tell you if the game works or not. We'll we'll put Steve to work. You you kick your feet up in New Zealand. Just look at the money printer and uh Steve will get to the bottom of these games on the, the deck. Boom. Alright. Uh let's wish list some games. These three games are all made in Canada. Not necessarily by Canadians, but by incorporations on the continent. Uh, so we're going to start in British Columbia. Sam OB Games is making Elemental Survivors, which is now in early access, which they said was going to be for 6 to 12 months, which would put it in the February to August range. So coming out soon. 2K24 game. God damn it, I'm sorry. I'm going to cut it out. Quote, grind, die, upgrade, repeat in this auto-attacking roguelite RPG. Transform into an enemy blender with your fave attacks made devastating with equipment, party members, and elemental evolutions. Survive to earn gems to unlock areas, permanent upgrades, characters, and godlike summons. I love when things are godlike, Steve. I also like when mm-hmm. they just used fave attacks. I also use fave. It's, it, I like fave. Unlike the K, I, I'm going to keep the fave in there because I think it it denotes a sense of, you know, familiarity like folks, you know? Mm. Uh, this is just Vampire Survivors. Vampire Survivors, yeah. It's, va- it's Vampire Survivors, <laughs> but it, it looks pretty, you know? Like, it looks... It looks like I don't know. Riff something off. Try it out. See if you like. Yeah, it. like it like, looks. Yeah, it looks <laughs> like it's successfully kind of just as hectic and chaotic as Vampire Survivors, but you know, yeah. even down to like the pixel art stuff is no, because it's much. It's it's more. Uh, who are these guys? These are like I guess Final it's more Fantasy, NES. Game yeah, I was gonna say you're right. Yeah, it's more. It's more like early SNES Final Fantasy kind of look. Okay. Yeah, and the um, pixel art's more more round and soft than uh, than uh, the more Castlevania style yeah, pixel yeah. art of Vampire Survivors. But yeah, but just you watch the trailer and it's it's that. Dude. I mean, Vampire Studios is fucking dope. You don't have to just have one of each game. Like it, it looks it's it looks fun. So I'm going to download the demo for this one too. Give it a oh, shot. I'll, I'll play. I'll play a demo soon. It's playable. Uh, well, I got to play. I got to download the. Okay, hold on. Let me get the Steam Deck. We'll be right back. All right, he's gonna get the Steam Deck. Alright, I'm back. Um, first, I want to do Sovereign, Sovereign thingy. Um, my girlfriend really likes Vampire Survivor. It's fun. It's on Game Pass too. <clears throat> yeah, Jen, what do you think of this? What is this one called? Elemental. <laughs> she says, "Oh no." <laughs> Dexterity builds. Choose your equipment. This feels bad. Shoot. <laughs> uh, we can we can keep going while I just download this one. Did you All play right. the sound? Uh, I played a demo sound, but I have to ask Steve, is Elemental Survivors by BC-based Samo B Games on your Steam wish list? Yes, it is. It already was, by the way. Oh, okay. I double-dipped here. But Did we? Ah, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. God damn it. Calm down. I know you got laid off, but you're kind of, you're swearing quite a bit, I'm going to say. 
<clears throat> oh, am I? This is a children's yeah. program. Not really, but I mean, and you can swear as much as you want. I'm just saying, for your normal no, everyday speak, when you're speaking to not people and not to me. Yeah. When you're, <clears throat> I don't know, when you're talking to like Sophia like or something. an audience just chill. of my peers and my parents and other yeah, just, people. Yeah, just chill. Just chill about it. Okay. Next game today. Uh, wish list this. Lil Guardsman by Play Hilltop in Chirana launching January 23rd, 2024. You can wish list it on Steam. Quote, uh, this one doesn't deserve the voice. It doesn't need it. You know, it's a, it's imagine you're a 12 year old suddenly in charge <laughs> of the guard shed at the castle gate where you decide if elf goblins and hundreds of other characters should be admitted. It's a wonderful combination of deduction, narrative, and puzzle games. Wow, from that, it makes it sound like it's, uh, oh man, what's that, uh, pa- Papers, Please, <laughs> for, uh, and I guess it kind of is, it kind of just looks like there's a lot of Papers, Please going on there, you're a little kid at a booth, but you go around the town, talk to a lot of people, it's an adventure, uh, game, so there's lots of walking left to right on the screen as people stand in mm-hmm. profile mm-hmm. and look towards the camera or at various things, and you can approach them and talk to them. And then you go to your job at the booth. This is all I'm deducing from the trailer. What do you think, Steve? Uh, I'm going to download the demo. I'm going to see next week. Holy That's shit. Quite a, quite a bit of demos. This comes out like really soon, too. What do we think of it aesthetically? <coughs> I didn't describe it aesthetically because I'm bad uh, yeah, at I'm, that. Can you tell me where this, where I've seen this art before? It's some sort of TV show or something, right? Like it's... it's uh, this looks like... I don't want to say Steven Universe or like cartoon... I think- like. It might be like new oh, you know what it's reminding me of? It's, it's, it's reminding me of uh, it's reminding me of Teen Titans. Teen Titans is the if you go to like forty, other? if you go to forty one seconds, uh, in the trailer and it's showing the, the like trailer? the yeah the cloaked character. Oh yeah, that kind of looks like Teen Titans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a vibe I'm game, but um, this also I just mean, looks like a lot of adventure games. Like a lot of adventure games have this art style. Yeah, that's fair. It does but, look um, cool. Yeah. Is it cool enough to go on Steven Crane's wish list? Yes, it is. And on my Steam Deck, too. So There you go. Um, well, this has a demo, too. Wow, this is the demo show. You can call it, you can call it that. <laughs> the demo show. That's a good name. We'll do the demo show. Where is the it? Demo, the demo slash dash life update. Uh, last game today on wish list this foul damage, spelled F-O-W-L. <laughs> insert a bunch of bird noises right here uh by <clears throat> now this is interesting steve i want to i think i understand this dynamic correctly but i believe this person follows us and is in our discord so correct me if i'm wrong but red nexus games you'll remember of course developers of our beloved currently in early access uh peggle rogue like peg oh okay yeah okay yeah i was like yo i've heard yeah you that? have okay. so their next game uh, is co-developed with Mol10m2000 on Twitter, a May uh, indie game dev from Victoria, BC, uh, doing work on Peglin, but I don't know if is part of Red Nexus, hence the distinction on the Steam page and in the credits. So I think mm-hmm. this is an independent developer working with Red Nexus on Foul Damage, which is launching TBD wishlist on Steam. Quote, 
Foul Damage is an atmospheric puzzle platformer where your default jump provides enough fall damage to destroy you. Carefully manage your jumps and falls as you adventure through this chilling, beautiful, and occasionally cute world. Wow, I'm trying to wrap my head around what that means, actually. I have to see this. Wow, we're going to do this live. What does it mean where your default jump provides enough fall damage? To destroy you. I need to see what this looks like. It's just anytime you jump, it could kill you. Don't jump too high. Oh, I see what you mean. So you have to land high. So it's a, it's a 2D game. You're, you're platforming. You have to fall. So so imagine the, the screen's like sectioned horizontally in thirds. You can never fall more than a third at a time. So if you're jumping, you have to land in that third, top third. Or if you're falling, you can only fall like a third at a time. And there's a lot of platforming and maneuvering around that. That's interesting. I like little constraints like that. It reminds me of Unworthy, developed by co-London inhabitant. I forget his name. It's long and Eastern European. But he made a game called Unworthy, and the, the pitch was it's a Metroidvania without jumping. And with that simple constraint, a bunch of people really connected and resonated with that. And this is a similar thing where it's like, uh, we've all played, these These look like the Nitrome, like, miniclip.com platforming games of the mid to late 2000s, I think. But with just a simple twist. Don't jump or fall too high. What do you think, Steve? I hope that it, that sounds like it'd be really kind of frustrating if I'm being like, <laughs> well you can de you downloaded but, the demo so give us an update yeah. next week you can dead deck I'll find out Steam said uh, Steam said that they're trying to find out about the game so so Steve um, Steve oh at Steve the very end of that trailer it says uh, Q3 2024 oh there we go so Q3 we um, of course uh, you and I in the business community Steve understand to be July August September uh, uh, Peglin is dope though, so I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. Peglin fucking that, rocks. Yeah. Um that I'll you know, I'll give it a try. I'm, I might even try it tonight. So Ooh. I might go to bed after this, so we'll see. Yeah. But before you do that and we finish this podcast, will you add foul damage by British Columbia based May Gardens and Red Nexus games to your Steam wish list? Yes, I will. Excellent. I'll play a little cute uh, song maybe from this game or one of the other Oh, games. actually, before we trail off, I went to, to do your favorite thing, look at the funny reviews. So I went to the funny reviews for Sovereign Syndicate. Oh, yeah, hit me with a couple of those. We'll roll out on a uh, American song. De American Depression X Victorian Depression. Checkmark. Checkmark. Good, good. That's and then like this other that. one's too long. I don't want to read all this. This is like a legit essay. wrote like a legit book <clears throat> or essay up a lot of time steve yeah this dude has 2800 products on his account 145 reviews all right steve 
What the hell have you been playing? I, I kind of went through just to just to summarize the Canadian games last year that I wanted to just kind of talk about. So super we picked up Super Mario Soccer. Sophia loves soccer. She loves Mario. Yes. They don't have a basketball game yet, so I'm like, all right, we'll do soccer. As we were um, just saying, developed by Vancouver slash next, next level Vancouver games. Vancouver based <laughs> next level games. Vancouver. <laughs> um and uh, yeah, I mean it's exactly what you. I haven't played a, a sport a Mario sports game in quite a while, probably since the Wii, to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's exactly like a Mario sports title. It's just like crazy and kooky. It's got all the characters. It doesn't even make sense. You go on fire. You can shoot red uh, shells and stuff. Oh, and it's yeah. fun. It's pretty difficult. And Sophia's pretty good at it, so I'm I'm quite interesting. She's, I she's love that turning one. Into, she's turning into a little little gamer, so I'm getting quite happy. So she likes she likes it. Um, I mentioned earlier I played Overworld on Dad Deck, and yes. uh, yeah, it runs. Uh, I guess a new section now we'll call Dad Deck Reviews. So Dad it runs fine, card. but again, you kind of need like a mouse to to really be effective at this game. I think uh, I just want to give okay. a shout out to Dead Space. What was the studio for that one? Let me plug it quick. Mm. Oh no, was it the Unknown? It was the Unknown. Oh <laughs> no! Oh, it is the unknown. unknown. Oh, okay. Everything I said uh, about the underworld is what I meant for the unknown. Gotcha. I just want to give a shout out to Dead Space. Uh, I played Angel Twenty Four, and just like all sports games, if you haven't played them in two to five years, then it's pretty decent. Um, but everyone on the subreddit just bitches and complains, so I, I bailed on it. Um, and it is what it is. It's not broken, so you know. Dead Space, of course, for. by EA. Was EA it Vancouver? Motive? No, no Motive sorry, is, NHL uh, by EA Vancouver, Dead Space by Motive in Montreal. Yeah. Um, All of them. EA, w- EA the, the spectrum <laughs> of EA's output last year, probably. So NHL 24 to Dead Space. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I went back to Witchwood. So Witchwood is by from Alien, Alien Trap. Trap. Yeah, T-O. OG friend of the site, wouldn't you say? I would say that. Uh, Lee. Very nice dude, um, and I like all those games. And he released Gunhead on uh, on PS5 recently, and I, I want to get I want to I want to call it that. That's a good name. That's a good name for a game. You've heard of Cuphead, yeah. folks? <laughs> let me yeah, let what me you get like ready more? for uh, Gunhead. Steps <laughs> what sounds more scene. fun? Yeah. yeah. What sounds like more of a fun time? Who do you want backing you up on the playground? Cuphead or Gunhead? <laughs> Um, so Witchwood is a, I guess it's like a puzzle game, adventure game. Like you are, you play as a, some sort of creature that that would, you're literally right. Like that's what I got from the trailer. Um, no, the wood part, I think is just a foresty thing. Okay. You play as like, you you have the, you have like, you're kind of cloaked and you have like a helmet on. So you can't really like tell and I can't really remember, but you're basically, I'm trying to think of the word, like people who mix potions and stuff like witches and, yeah. and uh, warlocks and stuff like that. And you go around and you basically um, just gather resources and just kind of complete puzzles where you have to like knock out enemies. And, but before you can kind of say knock out a wolf to get the fur you have to then get like something that the wolf will eat and sleep in, and maybe there's something that you have to get to do that, etc. And mm-hmm. that kind of moves your way down. It's actually like a really dark and humorous game, because um, you're basically like killing all of these things just to get like their pieces to r- resurrect your girlfriend or something. I forget. Um, but I played it for like 
I don't know, half an hour when it first came out. And I was like, this is really beautiful, but I'm not feeling this. And then I went, I was going back and just clean up all my old trophies and it finally clicked and I platinumed it and I definitely recommend it. It's, it's pretty, it's really fun. Definitely chill experience. Once you kind of like learn the world and how, how like combining things works and just sort of like eventually you can just look at sort of a creature or, or know that you have to pick up something and kind of get mm-hmm. a general idea how to do it, then it becomes like a lot easier. Because really the game just kind of says, okay, you need to pick up this, you need to get this item. It's in this general area. And kind of early on, there was a few times where I'd like Google and be like, what exactly do I have to do for this? Gotcha. You had to learn the game language. Yeah. And that might, that part of it, part of that might be the fact that I played like an hour of it and then dropped it for like two and a half years and then went back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they might have actually explained it better in the beginning, but... If you jump into that game like an hour and 90 minutes into it, uh, you'll be a little bit lost. So there you go. Um, Which would W-Y-T-C-H if you're you're following along at home. Uh, And the only, one of the only indie, the only indie Canadian game to win big at the Game Awards, Sea of Stars, you put bracket, huge meh bracket. And as you mentioned earlier. It wasn't doing anything. What it does, big for, guy. he was the Contra sound guy, right? Or one of those big games. What are you talking about? The the sound guy. They put in all the trailers. They're like, look at this Japanese man. Talk about. Oh, he did the sound for um, Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger. Thank you. He had the yeah, right he, letter. He's even right even he letter. couldn't do it for you. The art and the animation and graphics and all that stuff is like not what I dislike about the game. What I dislike mm-hmm. about the game is that it has the timing mechanics, which I'm really not that big of a fan of. Um, meaning, like when you go to attack, if you press a, the attack button at, at the right time, you'll do like a more a bigger attack or something. So or like when Gears they attack of War. You, uh, what does the Gears of War do? Like oh, the, the reload, reload thing? where you have to hit it on a bar, like you have to hit it in a set window. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got pretty you. Much. In RPG, like Paper Mario does this really well. And for some reason, I really love it in Paper Mario. And it, it kind of is just that thing that exists in Paper Mario. And I, because I, I was on Media Blackout, so I didn't, I had no idea. And so when I booted up the game for the first time and it's there, and I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. Like, I oh, just no, want to watch. So that's so interesting. So you like it because Paper Mario, you played in the Origami King, you, you enjoyed quite a bit, if I recall. And yes, it had that mechanic. Yeah, yeah, Paper Mario and, games always have that. And this had the same mechanic and you didn't enjoy the experience. Despite it being in a genre, I think in a format you would enjoy more being one of those Correct. retro games. I, don't, I can't explain it. It's not really... There's a few other things. The way they do the leveling up, you level up as a group, which I don't mm. really like. You can't really grind. It's You pretty much just level up like when the game wants you to hit the level because there's not like extra enemies to fight. Like It's very strict, uh, very um, scripted. Linear? Is it a linear f- game? It's pretty linear. Huh. Yeah. Um you there's no items to make. You don't defend. If you fall in battle or die in battle, you just get resurrected like two or three turns later. So they just make these weird RPG sort of changes that I'm not a fan of. Right. You kind of mix it all. I'm just like, this is not what I want out of a turn based RPG. Like at all. Um Is so, it sort of the, the streamlining of that? Sort of the, the the stripping away of the friction, making it the more accessible RPG. I don't experience. know if it's that because I don't want to call them off as as gatekeeping. No, it's I not just, gate- you can just say you like the frictiony one more. 
Yeah, like I, I like to grind in RPGs. I like to just waste an hour or two and just like level up my characters and just get better equipment and stuff like that. The equipment's really simplistic. Um, it's only like two things or whatever. Mm. And you don't get gold from enemies either. Like you, you just find sort of treasures that you have to then sell. So they change that up too. So they just do some changes where I'm just like, eh. Eh. Um, the one thing I do like gameplay wise is also has a little bit of golden sun in there, which has like environmental puzzle solving stuff. So in final fantasy, or Chrono Trigger, right? You just like make your way through the castle and then eventually you get to a thing and you got to push a button and that opens up a door somewhere else and you can go over there or whatever. But in this one, you actually have some moves that you can do like outside of the um, battles, like mm. pushing a block and stuff like that. And there's some like puzzles that you kind of do that like elemental puzzles in the game. And I, and I dig those. They're pretty okay. cool. All these little things that they do to change the RPG experience of it. I'm not like a huge fan of it. So mm. I'm chugging my way through it. I would have given up on it a long time ago, but Sophia really digs it. She says, I want to play Sea of Stars and watches me play Aww. it. So. Do it for um, her, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and truth be told, like, I have a friend who's not really you might like it. Cause like I have a friend who's not big in JPGs and he messaged me being like, This game is dope. So I feel like they do kind of No, because it's the weird ones that get me, like Child of Light, I had such a good time with. And that is like that's a pretty that's an RPG. That's another timing. Or that's sort of yeah, timing. That's timing yeah, it's yeah. timing based, yeah. Yeah, I guess like I don't know if it's really the timing stuff or just that in conjunction with all the other stuff that they sort of change. Yeah, like an outside um, the box RPG is all I'm getting it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Give it a shot. You have Game Pass. It's on Game Pass. I don't. Actually. Do have- I've, I stopped subscribing. Purged. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I tell you what, I did do. Take the seventeen dollars you would have spent on Game Pass, waddle over to the last. An only remaining jumbo video combo micro play store in existence and go to their PS3 section, see what they got on offer. You buy Time Shift because it's a cool name. You mm. take it home and you realize it doesn't have any trophies because they could still do that and get away with it, those bastards. So instead. Because well, uh, when did it come out? I think it was like. 2007. Yeah, it was yeah 2009 it, right? is when they, they made it required. So. So instead, you play Resistance 2, because Resistance yeah, yeah, yeah. 1 doesn't have trophies either. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> after ejecting two games from your PlayStation, after realizing they don't have trophies, you play a bit of Resistance 2. And that game's pretty fun, Steve. It's weird to play It's weird to play Spider-Man 2, and then go back and play Resistance 2. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Like, Yo, like, maybe three guys are still on this, from this, maybe? I don't know, but cool. Cool nonetheless. Yeah, uh, I I loved Resistance Two back in the day. The online stuff is no longer there because um, I had like it gives you a notification like every time you try to launch it. You're like network connection offline. Oh, is that so annoying? Like mod race, mod nations racer. I, I played that a little bit, and there's like five different things that comes up. Just like we can't pu- we can't grab the daily race map, and I'm like, I know, just, I know, you've been abandoned. I'm like, why didn't you patch here. it as well to just stop that stuff when you shut this shit down? But whatever. Yeah. Uh yeah, so I I played a bit of that. That's that's kind of it. Oh, did I talk about Avatar? My lovely friend Steve bought me. Oh yo, that's me. Avatar for Christmas. Avatar, not the way of water. That's the movie. What was it called? Something of Pandora. Uh, Frontiers of Pandora. There you go. And I love Avatar, Steve. And I knew I was gonna love this game when it opened with like. Uh, <laughs> 
black screen, blue text in the papyrus font, um, Navi residential school. <laughs> it's like, all right, let's see where we're going with this. And yeah, you just slowly for like 30 minutes watch over the course of these kids to preteens to teens life to, I think you're a young adult when it starts, uh, mm. go through a residential school <laughs> on the planet of Pandora. And yeah, it's a, uh, you can only pray for the death of the, uh, empire, which is so obviously the United States, you know, in that first movie, he was putting him up behind the flag in the form of the shutters and TV. He knows what he's doing. And, and you can't enjoy an avatar game without also enjoying the concept of dead Marines. You just want to see them all die. You want to kill them yourself because of what they've done to the Navi and the planet of Pandora. And, uh, I am, I see, I see Ewa. I am one with Ewa and I am very excited to play more avatar. Actually, this has hyped me up just talking about just now. Maybe I'll do that this week as I'm, as I should be figuring out EI for the first time. That's going to be fun. I've been paying into it for like a decade. So I'll get some of that back. Oh, I get some of that too. I got to pay that for the baby. Hell yes, brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's um, all I've been playing and Overwatch 2 with my friends. Although they're, they're fading on it. I just, and I was describing this to my girlfriend today, just play Overwatch 2 because no one will play Rocket League with me and I like hanging out with people. Um, but it sounds like everyone's going to jump ship to something else soon. I don't know. Oh, one of my good friends from, from grade school, actually, I saw him over the break. Mm-hmm. And he wants to play, or he plays a lot of Rocket League. Yes. So I re-downloaded Steve. it. Yes. Yes, you did. I've done nothing with that, inf- like with that, that right that, right now. Downloading is the first my, step. Yeah, it's on my thing. So yes, you. I don't know. Maybe me, your friend, and up to one other person. <laughs> he was just Rocket like, "Are you good?" I'm like, "No, I haven't played the game." And I'm the good. last time I played Tell it, I'm good. Was. The last time I played it was in um, was during COVID, like the early time of COVID. Oh, I think you played and, it with me. Didn't we play it to well, get trophies for you? Yes, we did. We cleaned up some trophies, and then I also had to. You had to drive. I don't know, like two hundred kilometers or some shit. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I left it running overnight with uh, the tape on the, the thumbstick. Um, yep. Yes, very like an elastic band and just. Thumbstick. And then I had the trophy when I woke up. So excellent. Boom. <sighs> I don't know, should we wrap it up there? That feels good. I'm good with that. All right, this episode been 233 of the com podcast. And if you want to help us doing this more this year, because Steve's bringing another child into this world who'll have to pay to raise, and I'm unemployed, patreon.com slash devs, $5 tier or higher. We would like to personally thank you at the end of every episode. So thank you so much to Aaron McLeod, David Nagy, Dugsy, Eleanor, Kai Hutchins, Nicholas A. Zorko, Slaughter Neko, Elizabeth Avery. Thanks, Mom. Um, everyone else at any tier gets two-day early access to the show, which is now Tuesdays for patrons, Thursdays for the normie, slovenly scum who also listen to this program. No, I'm kidding. <clears throat> uh, and a special channel in our Discord. Ugh, leave us a review. Leave us feedback. Reach out. Talk to us. Talk to someone. Look if you're in a room right now, look around it and reach out to someone and you know, touch them on the shoulder, the knee, and just make sure they're okay. Because there's a lot going on, Steve. Yeah, are you okay? Is that a, a, is that a cry for? No, I'm okay. You got your, you got your <laughs> girlfriend there, so you're good. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm okay. I'm okay. But other people, other people I know in my life aren't doing okay, and I want them to be. So, 
Yeah, I'm doing mm. fine, I guess. I don't know. Good. <laughs> uh, okay, why can't I... What are you trying to do? Uh, Sovereign Syndicate. Oh, wait. I have a feeling Sovereign Syndicate does not work well on the dad deck because I had it <laughs> hidden. So oh, I must have funny. played the demo. Hey, so maybe they stays. fixed it since the demo. Maybe someone. Yeah, no, that's a, good, that's a fair you. point. That's a fair point. So stay tuned. <laughs> the foul tuned. damage True. demo doesn't have a picture. Come on, guys. Dad. Most of them don't. Demos demos are fine not to have a picture. That's fair. It's going to get deleted right after so. Oh, um, you know what? What came out? Ah, oh, we should have given it more of a hype for this. Um, par for the dungeon. We'll do it. We'll do it next week too because we're at the end of the thing. What was par that? for the. Uh, it's a. It's kind of like a mini golf game. Par okay. is in P A R, right? Yeah, I get you. Um, and you you're like a little golf ball and and it's basically kind of like part mini putt part like puzzle like you you have these arrows and swords and stuff like that and you gotta defeat these enemies before you can also just play mini putt yeah um came from friend of the site and i'm delaying because i'm blanking on his name right now i apologize <laughs> i feel bad sleeping giant games and oh man hold on where are they based in Toronto, or like really um, Oakville, probably or whatever. GTA. It starts with the B. Brendan. The- Sorry, Brendan. Uh, Brendan reached out to me, told me that the- it's out. I think it's free on iPhone actually, if you want to download on iPhone. But I, I copped it on Steam as well. So par for the course. Par for right. the dungeon. Sorry, par for the dungeon. Par for the dungeon, playing on the popular expression, par for the course, of course. Uh, yeah. I'll plug that, of course, in the game release section of the show notes. I'm trying to figure out what to do with the show notes as well, folks, because there's this thing I've realized where uh, I put the time code for the songs I use, so you know which song I'm referring to because it's doesn't have the, it's not, you know what I mean. But when you listen mm-hmm. to the episode on spotify it takes that as like chapters like on youtube and so like that section is like intro music and it's like from zero to seven minutes and it's like it's wrong so i don't know i'm trying to figure out how to do the show notes so if anyone knows how to do show notes or has ideas or suggestions i'm gonna make them smaller and i might just end up making them just a hyperlink to the website and that's all you Mm. get with a paragraph Mm. that maybe maybe is all it ends up being because the the when you put the time codes in it makes it weird on spotify specifically i hear you. Ugh, i hate i hate the internet let's get off the internet steve and uh into our beds i'm uh i'm buying power for the dungeon i'm giving it to you oh thanks man i'll play it's it. like six bucks it's, give it a shot i got time on my hands what happens when that's our winner first winner gagne because you bought it while we were talking about oh that's true winner gagne all right everyone have a good night goodbye bye I think I clipped that out and it's clipped out. So hopefully no one else heard that. So but, now you're um, just not, now you're not saying anything. Now you're just not making any sense then. Yeah. I guess I should clip this out too then. <laughs> I remember that conversation, but I don't know if I remember. Yeah. I don't remember because I listened to the podcast on the way home. I did go to Toronto on Thursday. I, listen, I feel like I listened on the way home. So I, <laughs> I don't remember. 
All right, excellent. Uh, hopefully no one else does, but uh, hopefully you remember this one because... <laughs> They're Canadian, I think. Yeah, no, they have a studio in Quebec City. That's why we talked yeah. about them last week. Fuck those guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Unless they're hiring QA or design. That's, <laughs> That's true. Up. I should stop shitting on people that could hire me. You something. 100% got to fucking stop doing it because you're getting yourself <laughs> in trouble. You've already done this before. Yeah, you were like a minute and a half ahead of the U.S. atomic clock last time. Imagine Just a world a f- in which every single person on the planet is given free access to the sum of all human knowledge. That's what we're doing. Who said Jimmy that? Wales. Jimmy Wales. I bet you that's the Wikipedia guy without even Jimmy Wales, president, chair of Wikipedia Foundation. Boom. Boom. Sniper sound. I mean, Wikipedia is a pretty fantastically amazing thing. So. Oh, I love, I love Wikipedia. No, no shade on Jimmy Wales. It's just from that quote. I know you're just that guy. <clears throat> His nickname is Jimbo Wales. Jimmy Jimbo Wales. They call me Jimmy. Jimbo. Jimbo the Whale. Wikipedia. I had friends extremely dedicated in university that kept saying that they were the presence of Haiti. And they would yes. go in and edit it every single day until, yes. um, until they were just blo- IP blocked <laughs> from Wikipedia. No, I like that. I've also done a lot of shady and non-shady, just useful Wikipedia editing under my real name, which was not smart. I've done a lot of stuff on the internet under my real name. I probably shouldn't have. That's stupid. Yeah. Now, did I tell you the cops are just taking photos of me now out of their car, like on their iPhones? The what? Sorry, what? The police. The law enforcement. Are taking, are taking photos of you? Yeah, just like iPhone picture sound effect as they drive by, as I'm flipping them off. Oh, so I'm, That's stupid. I'm, you shouldn't be doing this. No, I shouldn't. I assume I'm in several <laughs> police group chats now on some dartboard at a police station with yeah. Joker makeup. Uh, and I'm also curious, just how the heck do you do chapters uh, in terms of like the show notes? Or uh, Does anyone know how to do chapters? Because on Spotify, when I put the music credits in terms of like 00, zero bracket 42 seconds is this song, it shows that as like the chapter for that section. I don't know. If, if you know what I'm talking about, maybe I'll just post this in the Discord or put this question at the end. 